Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's May 25th, 2018, Star Wars Day. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening this weekend? One thing and one thing only, Solo, a Star Wars story. During an adventure into a dark criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters Lando Calrissian years before joining the Rebellion. Directed by Ron Howard, with a story by Jonathan and Lawrence Kasdan, stars Alden Ehrenreich, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, and Donald Glover. So, it's Star Wars. <laughs> We're going to see it tomorrow. Correct. Um, although this is like the lowest rated one on Rotten Tomatoes of the new the new class. Uh, 69% only, right? That's the lowest we've had so far. It's still good rating, though. It's yeah. It's bad. It's still it's so fresh. fresh. Yeah. And again, considering... Uh, I don't know if it's certified fresh. It's fresh. Considering what the film went through, 69% is really pretty good. I mean, right. fired or had creative differences with the original directors uh, when and the film they, was like 90% complete. Right. So the fact that Ron Howard was able to salvage it, I guess, and put together something relatively okay it's pretty good mm-hmm. yeah i uh looking forward to it also out in limited release how to talk to girls at parties an alien touring the galaxy breaks away from her group and meets two young inhabitants of the most dangerous place in the universe the london suburb of croydon yeah i have no idea if this is is this sarcastic what's croydon is it actually dangerous <laughs> or is it not dangerous at all well, I'm sure it's a comedy, but um Right, I know I know it's a comedy, but is, is I I don't know about this neighborhood, yeah. but I'm sure there are dangerous neighborhoods of London, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a, a joke. It might be a perfectly nice place. Um it's not doing well. It's only forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's too bad. Yeah. Also out Mary Shelley. A love affair between poet Percy Shelley and 18-year-old Mary Wollstonecraft Godwin, which resulted in Mary Shelley writing Frankenstein. This one's doing even worse, only 32%. Oh, geez. Yeah. And Future World. A young boy searches a future world wasteland for a rumored cure for his dying mother. Is this the one with... Oh, yeah. This is the one with um, James Franco. It looked terrible to me. I, I did watch the trailer, and I didn't get that plot at all. I didn't know they're looking for a cure for anything. All I saw was it was like there was a robot who, you know, looked human, like an android, and they were fighting over her because she was protecting whoever she was with. It looked like a bad ripoff of Mad Max. Yeah, it doesn't have a tomato meter. Not a good sign. Nope. So I guess Solo is the movie to see this week. Yeah, I guess they're not willing to put up anything even remotely good <laughs> against it. Any news this week? According to The Hollywood Reporter, Liam Neeson is in negotiations to join the Men in Black spinoff, playing the head of the Men in Black organization in London, where the movie begins. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson have already been announced as the leads in the film. 
which is being directed by F. Gary Gray. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, Liam Neeson's a good actor. He is. Per The Hollywood Reporter, The New York Times is partnering with Paramount Television, Anonymous Content, and Three Dot Productions on Overlooked, a scripted anthology series that highlights the stories of notable women who did not receive an obituary in The Times. The series will consist of 10 episodes per season, each one telling the story of a different woman who left an indelible mark. Each episode will be written and directed by women. Yeah, this sounds like a really cool project. They, uh... They have a podcast called The Daily, and they highlighted one of these on that show. It was about a woman who had done, you know, amazing things to try to stop lynchings, and she was a reporter, and it was really interesting and ridiculous that she hadn't gotten a an obituary in the Times. That was an interesting story, and I'm looking forward to... So this will be this. like a biography type thing, like a documentary? Or yeah, I think so. Or it's not going to be scripted? No, it. Oh wait, it, it actually scripted. says scripted, so it, yeah. it's going to be like fictional. I don't know exactly. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Do we know what this is going to be on? No, not yet. Sounds interesting. According to the Wrap, Sony Pictures Animation has unveiled the title and first details for its previously untitled Phil Lord and Chris Miller produced movie, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. It will be an animated comedy set for release on January 10th, 2020. The Mitchells are a dysfunctional yet loving family whose road trip gets interrupted by a tech uprising. Devices like phones and self-driving cars turn on humanity, and the Mitchells have to work past their problems to save the world. So, I mean, they did the Lego movie. Oh, I was trying to remember who Phil Lord and Chris Miller are. The the Lego movie? The 21 Jump Street movies, I believe both of them. And they also had a hand in creating Last Man on Earth. And they they were supposed to be, they were the original directors of Solo. Oh, these are the ones that got fired from Solo? Left for creative differences. Were Whatever. they making it too funny? Uh, that's what the reports seem to say. They seem to be making it too funny, and um, maybe even like Han Solo was acting like Jim Carrey in uh, Ace Ventura. And I guess oh, no. when they <laughs> that doesn't uh, sound good. When Kathleen Kennedy finally saw some of the footage, she was not happy. But I don't know if we know exactly what happened, but the, that's the rumors. Yeah, I bet I bet it would have been funny, but if they couldn't like capture Han Solo's personality, then that's not good. Um, but I'm sure this will be funny because they're clearly really good at comedies. Yep. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Amazon Studios is near a deal to revive the space drama The Expanse for a fourth season after Sci-Fi canceled the series this month. Amazon Studios declined comment as sources note the deal is not closed. I really don't know anything about The Expanse, but I've seen a lot of uh, people upset online. I don't I don't even know what the Apparently, is. yeah, I don't know either because I I've never watched it, but they say that it's, it wasn't doing bad in ratings. It was just too expensive for sci-fi. Um, they couldn't handle the budget on it. So that's why they had to cancel it. So it seems perfect for somebody with a little more cash to pick up. Yeah. 
Well, it might be a good move for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Per the wrap, Apple has hired Once Upon a Time creators Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz as the new executive producers and showrunners for Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. Previously in those roles were Brian Fuller as showrunner and Hart Hansen as executive producer. Once Upon a Time just recently finished its seventh and final season. I, n- I remember Brian Fuller leaving this show, but why did Hart Hansen leave it, you know? I'm not sure. I mean, maybe that might be someone who's associated with him. Maybe that was someone Brian Fuller brought on. No, they I- were I'm like not a team. sure. Hmm. Yeah. He was the showrunner on Bones, right? You are probably correct. <laughs> um, well, I liked Once Upon a Time at the beginning, so hopefully, yeah. Hopefully I kind of want to watch show. at least the finale and see how it... Because I, I believe they were supposed to bring back a bunch of the main characters. Like, I know this season was kind of like a reboot, and it only had some of the... Like, only three of the characters came yeah. back. But I think they did bring back... Or were supposed to bring back the originals for the final episode. So, um, I don't think that idea worked, but... Yeah, I'll watch this series finale since we did watch it for like six seasons, right? Yep. Ryan Reynolds and Michael Bay are making a movie for Netflix called Six Underground. Sources have told The Hollywood Reporter that the plot revolves around six billionaires who fake their own deaths and form an elite team to take down bad guys. Deadpool writers Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese wrote the script. Rumors are that this will be Netflix's most expensive movie to date with a budget around $150 million, which is quite a bit more than Bright, which was their last record breaker. This sounds awful to me, but maybe some people might be interested. According to The Wrap, Nickelodeon has named the host for its upcoming Double Dare reboot as actress Liza Koshy. Mark Summers, the original host, will still be involved adding key color commentary. Koshi and Summers will also be executive producers on the reboot. Well, that's good to see that Mark Summers is at least a little bit involved. Yep. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Charlize Theron is going to star as Megyn Kelly in an as-of-yet-untitled movie about Roger Ailes. Jay Roach, who uh, directed Game Change and Recount, will direct, and Charles Randolph, who co-wrote The Big Short, has written the script. Could be interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a Boba Fett movie is in the works at Lucasfilm, and James Mangold is writing and directing. A Boba Fett movie was originally in development several years ago and was to be directed by Josh Trank, the director of Chronicle, but Trank was apparently fired due to rumors of bad behavior while working on Fantastic Four and or creative differences with Lucasfilm. So, I mean, this has been long rumored. Um, I don't know... It hasn't officially been announced by Lucasfilm. There's also been a lot of rumors about a Kenobi movie, which also has uh, somebody attached to write or direct, at least in rumors. So, uh, What has James Mangold done before? He did Logan most recently. Oh, okay. That got good, good reviews. Yeah. Like, really good reviews, right? Yep. People really like that. Kathleen Kennedy runs a really tight ship, huh? She doesn't let anybody deviate even slightly from their her vision. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly true. I think as long as... Oh, I, I mean, don't I, mean I, I any disrespect. I give her credit. All the movies that have come out in recent have been really good. I mean, everything that Ryan Johnson has said seemed, seems to say that he had... He could basically do whatever he wanted. I mean... 
I guess within a certain framework, but I guess she's trying to protect the brand. She's doing a good job of protecting it. I, I don't get me wrong. Like, she's doing a great job. The movies have been really good. I give her credit for that. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. You are. Uh, you you are not. It's, Bo- it's Boba Fett. I don't. You don't care for the character. I don't. I mean, beyond. I mean, maybe that gives any, them a wider. Any Star Wars movie, I'll be excited about. But right. This is not a character I'm particularly excited about. But it because we don't really know what he's like at all, they can kind of do whatever they want with a movie. It's like a open canvas, right? Perhaps. We really only know his job and who his father was. We don't know anything about what Boba Fett was like, so... We'll see. All right, just a couple other items. We talked previously about comcast maybe making a cash offer for fox they confirmed that they're working on that so it's a little bit more than just a rumor um they still haven't made the offer but they confirmed that they're getting the cash together seems underhanded to me yeah but it's business right (laughs) and sci-fi announced that they'll be picking up krypton for a second season hey do you like good cars yes get a lexus then lexus We do good cars. What's new to streaming this week? Netflix got Survivor's Guide to Prison and a bunch of originals. A movie called Explained. Steve Martin and Martin Short, An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life. The Toys That Made Us Season 2, Troll Hunters Part 3, and a film called Ibiza. I think it's a it's a, an, an island off of Spain. It's about a young woman and her two best friends seek out a hot DJ in Spain. It stars Jillian Jacobs, Vanessa Bayer, and Phoebe Robinson. Looks like it might be funny. Didn't Jillian Jacobs and Vanessa Bayer, weren't they just in love together? Yep, that's what I thought of too. <laughs> On Amazon, Beast of Burden, Picnic at Hanging Rock, a prime original series, season one. Picnic at Hanging Rock is based on the Australian novel and plunges into the mysterious disappearance of three schoolgirls and their governess. The six-episode limited series follows the subsequent investigation and the event's far-reaching impact on the students and staff of the college. This is one I really want to see. Um, It sounds really interesting. There was a movie Peter Weir did uh, many years ago, I don't know, in the 70s, I think. I didn't love it, but I still am intrigued by the story and want to see this remake that's a series. Stars got The Mod Squad, and leaving Netflix next month is 50 First Dates, 8 Mile, Men in Black, My Left Foot, The Angry Birds Movie, The Brothers Grimm, The Spy Next Door, Training Day, While You Were Sleeping, Bonnie and Clyde, The Great Gatsby, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, Seasons 1 to 8, Marvel Studios, Captain America, Civil War, and On Golden Pond. There's a few good things in there. Is there anything that uh, you want to see before they go? I don't know. Maybe The Great Gatsby. We never watched that. That's true. And the kids will probably want to see Angry Birds one last time. Yeah, yeah Although, definitely. some of these things will probably pop up somewhere else or back <laughs> on Netflix. Potentially, yeah. So last week we ran a poll. Best second superhero movie. Winter Soldier ran away with it with 58%. Tied for second and third, Spider-Man 2 and X-Men 2 at 21%. Superman 2 got no votes. None at all. That's surprising. This was not our choice. We both wanted Spider-Man 2 to win. That's correct. No. 
But Winter Soldier handily beat it. I'm surprised Superman 2 got no votes. I feel like a lot of people really like that movie. I guess maybe if this poll came out like 20 years ago. Maybe our audience is too young. (laughs) Perhaps. This week we're asking, of these directors, which would you most like to see make the next Star Wars story? Steven Spielberg, Catherine Bigelow, Sofia Coppola, or Duncan Jones? We know there are tons of other directors you'd probably like to see make one, so you can you can tweet at us with other names, but of these, if you had to choose one of these, which one would it be? Who would you choose? Oh, I don't know. Uh, my contributions to this poll were Catherine Bigelow and Duncan Jones. I'd really like to see either one make one. Duncan Jones made a, a couple of great movies at the beginning and has floundered recently, but I think he could do well with one of these. Um, Catherine Bigelow is just always good, solid, so she could definitely make a good one, I'm sure. Um, Steven Spielberg might make an interesting one, too. I, I don't know. He's not good at endings, though. And Sofia Coppola, that's a weird one. I don't I don't know what I would make of a hers would probably be very long and nothing would happen. Yeah, I'd like to see the <laughs> Sofia Coppola. Re- really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I it's got the... her style goes with yeah. Star Wars. Maybe she could do the Bib Fortuna episode. <laughs> nothing would really before. happen. We would <laughs> just kind of hang out with the characters for three hours. I feel like George Lucas probably wanted Steven Spielberg to do uh, one of his movies. There was this there's this quote he had a long time ago about how he was going to do the first one and that all of his friends would come and do a whole bunch of them and then he would do the last one and it would be the best of all because they'd be trying to top each other. Um, <laughs> and that never really quite happened. Um, okay. You know, there was rumors recently that um, George Lucas even asked Ron Howard, who's the director of Solo, to direct The Phantom Menace, and, like, nobody wanted to do it, so he ultimately ended up doing it himself. But, oh, I mean, weird. that was apparently always his hope that his friends would direct some Star Wars movies. Steven but, Spielberg is definitely a friend. Yep. Anyway, I would go with Sofia Coppola. But any of these choices <laughs> could be interesting. Yeah. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Thank you.